we're so excited to be here. And part of the reason why... Oh, um, wait, can I share the great yeah. news? Can you show what? Wait. Can I be the one you to share, share your great, great news? news? Well, we are going to go and share our news. Everybody have great, great news, news to share. Good yeah. Well, we were all going to say it once. Okay, all right, never mind. Oh, my goodness. The- <laughs> I'm going to make it big and grandiose, but whatever. What is the great news? Let me try it my way. Let me try it my way, and then we'll see how it turns out. Okay, Jude, go ahead. Guys, the great news, we're all going to Disneyland. <laughs> no, seriously. Now, to this, to this day, I don't actually understand that. That would be a no. Hey, what's good, guys? It's Jude here. I'd like to welcome you all back to Confessions of a Pastor's Kid. This is season two, and we have a whole lot in store for everyone. As you know, this podcast was created with Pastor's Kids in mind, and it's a place where we kind of give you some behind the scenes of what life is like as a Pastor's Kid. Now, we got a lot in store for everyone, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Anyway, so... As I look around the room, um, I'm excited to see the new things that, that God is doing in in our lives. So, so family, I want to I want to throw this question out there for y'all. In your opinion, what is God? What 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 lessons do you think God is kind of teaching you right now in this in this new life that you're in? Okay, I see you smiling. Oh, I'm laughing. Something to say. Well, the Lord right now, like throughout the whole process of, um, like you know, wedding planning and everything. One thing about me, I did not want to be stressed during wedding planning, which I was not, because I had my mom, had my maid of honors, and all that stuff, and they handled it, and my bridesmaids. Your brothers and my, and my brothers too. Um, <laughs> the thing is, God literally taught me on how to wait on Him, not just to wait, but to wait on Him, and you know, and to put the thing His needs ahead of mine. Because by doing that, honestly, I distracted myself from what was happening, and then. Um, he and then he took care of the rest and another thing too on accepting help uh, one thing about me it's it's hard for me to accept help from people like unless I come it's really hard but the Lord really was like you can't really do it on your own so I'm going to send you people who can help you who can be there for you and um, honestly my husband Robert is just a big like was a big part of this because he he was always calm so whenever I'm on a 10 he's on like a negative zero because like it, it seemed like nothing faced him and sometimes I'm like how are you not moved by it and he's like it's not like I, he doesn't think about it it's just that he knows like our favorite catchphrase uh which is like you know God is king so anytime something happens he will always say that and it stuck with me where if anything happens I try not to be moved you know because it's like okay God's gonna handle it so let me just put my trust in the Lord you know and lean out on my own understanding in all my ways I should acknowledge him and he will direct my path so I had to finish that that's off. awesome how about you Mr. Robert anything you want to add to that <laughs> Um, <laughs> I'm laughing. 
actually no I think she said it all so thank you wow I was just gonna say he was gonna say no he said thank you very much <laughs> alright how about you Daniel um so I think as a family one thing that God is really teaching us is simply just to remember um so I'm, I know a lot of times what would happen is like we would need something and then we're just like you know let's just trust in God and then we trust and we trust but through it all it's like oh man why isn't this happening but then when God finally does it um what we do is we start remembering about okay God did that and God did that God did that God did that and um there's there's nothing else that he won't do for us you know and so one of the th- i know for, for me what what i've noticed is that god is just like just keep remembering where you started from and where you are now just keep remembering that and know that i am in charge and i am in control um and so it's just this you know feeling of like yes this might not be you know where we want to be but lord knows we're not where we used to be and you know, we've been married for three years now. And within that three years, God has just been doing so much. And so, you know, I'm just excited, to be honest. I'm, I'm really excited to see what what God's going to do next. And I'm really excited to tell the testimony, to testify about it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Ms. Carmita? Um, completely agree with my husband. Um it has not been like an easy journey, but um, it, it's it. But it, it took us to remember the past victories, right? So it's like when the obstacles, the challenges, when we face them, a lot of time it's so easy to um, keep our eyes on the storm, what the problem at hand is, and it's hard to remember. Hey, God did it before. Um, so we just keep reminding ourselves that, listen, the past victories that like he did it before, um, he can do it again and he's going to do more, um, just to strengthen us and see if we can continue because we do have like other, um, projects that we're working on, on the side that we're not ready to share with, um, yet <laughs> it's not, it's not more kids. And no more is not no more kids, uh, but <laughs> but we <laughs> God is like God is telling us otherwise. God's over there like, man, y'all more. just made me laugh. Tell me, the plans. tell me, <laughs> yeah, tell me. <laughs> but I do want to, I, I do want to add something. Um, you know, I, I think the whole journey with you know her being pregnant and everything that happened, everything that happened from the pregnancy till even after the babies were born, like that in and of itself was a huge lesson. Um, there were times when like, you know, Amita was just, I could tell she's in a lot of pain. She's uncomfortable. And um, I mean, it, it wasn't just that, it wasn't just a pregnancy. It was, you know, other things with the pregnancy that she had that kind of made things a little tough. Um, but one thing, I know it didn't really mean much coming from me because I'm not the one that was pregnant, but I just kept on saying, just keep thinking about the end result. And even though there were times where it was just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure, I mean, I'm assuming, but I'm sure she was still thinking about just that end result. And so that's that end of that the whole journey in and of itself was a huge lesson. Even after the babies were born, there were certain things that were happening. And God was just like, listen, just 
Think about the end result. Think about what you know I can do and remember what I've already done. You know, it's, you know, it's really funny. Um, that, that, that's an amazing lesson. I was, I was, although I was thinking how interesting it is that you tell a pregnant woman of twins, think about the end result, reminding her of the pain she's about to go through. <laughs> You're about to grow these kids. But that's awesome. I think for us, um, the lesson we currently, and, you know, God is really, um, God is teaching us to trust him. Um, now, when I first, before I met Carissa, when I first moved to California, I had to go through some really growing pains of being in a new place of um, no family or, or anything. And 12 years later, I moved to a new place with no friends and no family. And, and, God, and God has basically said, I've done it before and I'll do it again. And, and having, having to trust him, one of the things that Carissa and I, um, we've always done this, even when we had a smaller apartment was our, our home is always a home of provision for other people. We've always opened our home to be a place where other people can come and feel at home. And we trusted God with the little things. So we, we used to live in a tiny two-bedroom apartment. Actually, when we first got married, it was a one-bedroom apartment. And then when we moved to California, it was a two-bedroom apartment. And it was so bad. But we were always inviting people over. And we were always trying to get people to feel at home. And, you know, there were there were highs and lows of that. There were times where, you know, um, we were like, we have a Super Bowl party at our house, but then we have so many people show up and it gets really hot and we turn the AC on, but then the AC and the TV couldn't be on at the same time. So then the TV, like, it was just, but we still trusted God. And then to see where God has brought us, you know, one of the new things that's happening in our lives is we're not homeowners. You know, and to be able to say our house is house for is a home for everyone is something that we're so grateful for. And God is constantly teaching us. Yes, our family is 10 hour drive away in New Jersey. But God said, Trust me, I'm gonna put, you know, people around you that are gonna speak into your lives just as much as your family is. And so that's the lesson that, you know, to trust God, I think that's what we're going through right now. What do you think? I would agree. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that um, when we first moved out here and we kind of wanted to dedicate this house to the Lord, um, one of the words that kept going through my head was Jaira meaning the Lord provides because from, you know, the, the time that we got married or before we got married, um, through our whole marriage, you know, we've gone through like financial up and downs, mostly downs, finally now on our way up. Um, 
but no matter what, I mean, God's provided, like we've not had to go like many nights being hungry or we've always had a roof over our head. And so being in this place, um, just remembering that he'll continue to provide and not only like looking at that financially, but just like he's provided like a true um, church family, like not just even a community, but a family. Like there are people that we've connected to inside our church that, I mean, we've only been there maybe eight months or so. And some of them feel like we've known them for years and um, the connections that we're building are just life-giving and um, producing something that feels so much deeper than um, what we could have like anticipated at this point of being here. So even though, you know, there's some other changes that are happening that can like be scary on the forefront. um, I think God just keeps bringing us back to like, I continue to provide and, you know, like lean into me and, and trust me. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, Jude. So, you know, it's, interesting listening to kind of what God has done for you know all my siblings and and their spouses and it's and it's kind of like for me I get to see it almost unfold you know we have this family thread that we all kind of send to even though I'm kind of MIA on that family thread I do see it Uh, and it's always it's always fantastic I think one of the things that one of my biggest dreams was like, if God blesses me with like, you know, with a lot of money, like financially really blesses me and my wife. One of the things that we always talk about is, man, what would we do if God gave us like, say $1 billion? What are we going to do? It's like, oh, right off the bat, we're just going to be like, here, all our siblings and their spouses, here's a few mil, just because, just because. And like, it, you know, it, we all kind of laugh about it. We that, receive but, it. Oh, in yeah, amen. We do. Amen. Amen. But we do receive it. Where two or three are gathered <laughs> in his name. They say it again for them. <laughs> um, but like, you know, I always want to see my my family succeed. You know, that's always been a thing of mine. And for me, I always tend to, I always feel like I am advancing in life when those around me are advancing as well. Um, and, you know, I see you guys moving forward. I see you guys, Samuel, that house is absolutely beautiful. Like the house that you and Chris are in right now. I absolutely love it. Beautiful, beautiful house, beautiful, beautiful property. You know, Daniel, your twins, those girls, they have, they they got, you know, they got style. And it ain't even about you guys putting the clothes on them. They, they know how to make the clothes look good. Yeah, met Cormita with the hair. <laughs> yeah, you're cute. Uh, and Robert has said it already. Like Dirk is, you and I, we're we're the closest out of you know. If if you and I think about it, you and I, we're we're what a year and six days apart. Yeah, right. We were we we were. Robert nearly, said that we're like twins. We walked the same. Yeah, we told me the other day. Irish twins. We were nearly Irish twins, but you know, you know that's derogatory. You know that, right? What? That's a derogatory term. Is it? I apologize. It is? Yeah. I we honestly got did not know I was I would never use it. It's okay. You speak louder, Jude. I said I did not know that or else I would have never used it. But you know I don't judge you. I'm not judging myself. Um (laughs) (laughs) I say that to say, like, you know, with you and Robert getting married, like Robert, you and I have become very, very close. 
Like he'll tell you right now, almost every weekend, Robert, where if you if you're looking for Robert on any given weekend, there's a good chance that you'll find him next to me. And if you're looking for me on any given weekend, there's a good chance you'll find Robert next to me. Like, you know, from from the time he came, we just like, oh, bro, you like this? I like this, too. Let's go. Let's go hang out and do it. You know, and it's, it's just one of those things. It's I feel I feel like, you know, our lives have grown and we have all been blessing each other just with our presence. But on top of that, God has really also, you know, blessed Asia and I you know, in, in our, in our own nine to five, like, you know, our own jobs that we do, like, you know, we are really advancing in our industry. We're really moving forward. We obviously there's still a ways to go. You know, you have people that have been working in our industry for 20, 30 years. We're going to absorb as much as we can from them. And, you know, every single time we move forward, we just thank God, you know, that's all we can do. That's all we can do is every time we take a step forward, we just say, God, you know, you truly do hear our prayers. You truly are there for us. You truly are watching over us. Um, you know, and we kind of mentioned this already, you know, we have our own businesses going right now, you know, we do our own thing and it's, it, we're just having a fantastic time on top of all that. The best joys anyone can ask for as parents or as, as a couple is becoming parents. You know, Dirk is you and Robert will get there. Uh, Quintopolis, I pray for you. Um, Speak into existence. <laughs> Speak it into existence. <laughs> I pray for two sets of Quintopolis. You said two sets oh, of what? Two sets of what? Dude, okay, that's excessive. <laughs> that's a lot. Dirk is good. Two sets of what? <laughs> Thank kids, man. In two go, come like, on, you like can right do now, it right now. You, you know, people listening at home, you can't see it, but Micah keeps coming, looking into the, the view. He sees himself, and then he runs away. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that noise you're hearing in the background is him coming, looking at himself in the camera, and then running away. That's the joy that we have in our home. <laughs> like that is the joy that we have in our home. Like this, you can't beat this. Mm-hmm. When you're sitting there, and he does something that you know you can't help, but like, burst out in, 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 in laughter <laughs> like you, you can't help it like this this is what it's all about so you know we we're just so thankful to god for this unending blessing is, is what i'm gonna call it would you awesome. i know i said a lot would you like to add yeah miss asia what are you gonna add to this i do apologize our other son just woke up and he's like oh what is this microphone in front of your face <laughs> really fascinated with the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. You want to hear from Miss Asia? I don't even know where to begin because I feel like God has been teaching me slash us. But if I could speak for myself, because I believe my husband kind of said it all for our us as a family and as a unit. But <clears throat> I feel like God has been teaching me so many things um, with and more so um, surprising me. <laughs> you know, you. Um, I feel like God has a way, a funny way of just um, showing himself strong in our lives and in particularly 
my life. And sometimes I like to say that I think God is probably the greatest comedian because it's like just when you think you got it all figured out and you think you know what's best for you or you think that nothing else can happen, God will like throw a curveball or surprise you in the most astounding way, whether it be just like a blessing or a gift or a revelation of some kind. And I feel like God's been doing that a lot for me in this past, in this past year. And he's, he's done it a lot. Um, I think throughout my life, but um, you know, a few like particular things I think that he's been teaching me is like first the the peace of God you know like we talk a lot about like the peace of God that passes all understanding and it really does it's like when you think that you should be freaking out because something has gone terribly wrong or there's like a you know or the doctor is telling you like I know (laughs) I know Carmita I know about that testimony and I know even for ourselves with Emmanuel when the doctor is telling you one thing and you're saying but my God is saying another thing you know um just like peace you know (laughs) like (laughs) what is this peace that God provides that's just so amazing and astounding you should be bawling your eyes out you should be losing your mind but then god is giving you this peace that just that you know that you can trust in him and you know that everything's going to be okay and that all things are truly going to work out for your good even though they seem in the moment to be overwhelming and like it's not going to happen but um but i think that just that because i used to have you know, anxiety about a lot of things and have a hard time with issues when they arise and you're just like, oh, this is so crazy. But I don't know. God has been just really showing me and teaching me about his peace. So um, that that was a huge thing. And then just also like, uh, you know, I think having the boldness and the confidence to just step out and do the things that he's called us to do, especially nowadays, because I feel like as Christians, there's so much, so much working against us right now in society and politics and, and everything that it it's just kind of like that scripture that talks about being unashamed of the gospel is just, is, is showing itself, I think, in, in our lives and, and something that we are saying, okay, God has given us the, the armor that we need. He's given us a sword of the spirit, you know, all, all those elements that we learned about God has given to us to really like fight this battle. Christianity isn't just like a a willy-nilly sit back and be comfortable. Christianity is never comfortable for anyone who is for anyone who's a Christian and for anyone who is is yeah. not, you know, not God never promises that the road is always going to be easy. In fact, he says it's very narrow. But <clears throat> and that's going to be trying at times, but um the reward um spiritually and eternally 
is immense. And I think that there's even a lot to learn through those trials and tribulations. But anyway, said a lot, but (laughs) those are some of the things that we're experiencing. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So as we close out today um, and you know, this is this is a great opportunity for for all of our audience out there to to learn about us and to learn about our families and our families. Uh, we're growing individually, individual families, and then the extended families. We're growing, but to close this out, um, I want to really ask specifically the spouses in the room. So I'm talking about Carmita, Asia, Robert, and Carissa. Um, Really, and I'm going to start with Carmita on this one. Um, in looking into the future, uh, what are your hopes and dreams, and and what is it that you hope for for the future? Um, so it's so funny when you know Jude was talking about, um, you know, the family and how he loves watching, um you know, everybody growing and making it happen and making it there. What was going through my mind is like, it's going to happen. It has to happen. And what I was thinking about is um, how giving and how loving and how um, awesome that we are. Like, I'm not just being, you know, I'm just like being, I'm not being modest, but we are all awesome. <laughs> we are so great. Like, I don't know if it's too, right. We're just not to the old horn here. Right, but we are though. And because of that, because of of um how loving and God has to open doors. So like I like we shared er- earlier, we are working on um a, a couple of projects on the side. Um my husband and I, and yesterday at work, um, we got, we got a good news and I'm like, okay, great. That's awesome. And right after the good news came a bad news. And I was like, that pretty much just kind of erased the first good news. And I was like, what is going on? But, um, it's, it's, it's knowing that at the end of the day, that's the devil's job, right? The devil's job is to distract you and making it seem like it's not going to happen. So the hope is for all of us, we're going to get there. Like we are in the process of making it. And I, and I think what's making it difficult for us is because we also have to make the way while we're getting there. Right. So for some people, it's easy for them to get there because the way is already made for them. Right. So if you already have, you know, parents already there, um, grandfather already there, like it's easy for you to start with the $2 million. You just walk into the dream and be part of the dream because we're the one with the shovel. We're the one making the way. We're the one, you know, like, okay, we got to do this and also making it. That's why it's harder, but we are going to get there. And when I'm there, guess what? Darkest, you're coming with me. Asia, you're coming with me. Like, we're all going to make it there together. Like, we're no, no men left behind. So um, we just have to, you know, stay together, stand strong, and let's stay in prayer so that we can make these um, dreams a reality so they don't just become dreams. You know what I mean? Just stay dreams. So, yep. 
Thank you. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to add to that, Daniel? You don't have to. And and I wanted to really ask the spouse of this, but um, it's not I me. Mean, she basically said it all. I mean, for me, it's just. I know just to be very transparent, like for me, I just really want to be able to provide more for my family. Um, I don't know why, but for some reason I'm I'm at this point in my head. I'm just like, oh, it's not enough. It's not enough. I got to do more. I got to do more. So I have this feeling of just like I need to do more to take care of my family. And uh, my 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 hope is just to be able to get to the point where I could say, yeah, OK, I've been able to take care of everybody you know what i mean um that's kind of what I I, so it's so fun i'm gonna say something <laughs> and this is why i feel like it's because this can be like a whole other episode for this um podcast because it's it's that you know for men that need to like I, I gotta be the provider like i have to do this i have to be the one but again it's it's um we are you know, doing it together. And also, even if you're giving a dollar, if the dollar is all you have, you're literally giving a hundred percent of what you have. So it's not the amount. And I want to tell you, like, you are providing, like you are the provider of the house, like you are um, doing everything that I could ever ask for or hope for. So (laughs) Got this. Stop it. <laughs> All, right. All right, Robert. Same Hello. question to you. <laughs> Hello. Um, I would say we, me and my wife, have presented our hopes and then our dreams to God to provide for us. We hope and then we pray for the best. Simply put. Simply put. <laughs> <laughs> Do you care to share some of those hopes and dreams with us? Well, some of these hopes and dreams, we can't say it just yet because okay. it's a lot. You know, like you come, like, you know, the Lord is just, you know, things upon things. You know, I can't really say much. But so let, let, let me rephrase the question. Generally speaking, let's look at our Christian life. What are some of the hope and dreams you have for the family? Because, like, for him or for both of us? I'm really Bad asking movie. Robert a question. Like, can you please um, repeat your question again? <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah. you know, and it doesn't it doesn't necessarily specifically to do with you and Dorcas, but you know, generally speaking, what are some of what are some of your hopes and dreams, especially in this new season that we all find ourselves in, right? In this new space, in this new journey that we're all on. Where do you, when when you see yourself down the down the road, and, and you know, and I'm not talking about monetary or financial yeah. work or anything, but what is it that you hope God to do in your life? I hope God will make me big and then make my dreams come true because it is my first time here. I haven't traveled anywhere before. Like I'm new to this environment and in the weather and everything. So I just hope and pray God. It is an obstacle. Yeah. 
You need, you need to buckle out for the weather. What are you experiencing right get now ready, is nothing. Ready. Yeah, we, Jude and Asia and myself took him like through a crash course of what he needs when the weather starts going. We should take him to Game of Thrones. Winter is sledding? coming. Do you want to go sledding in the snow? Like, like snow tubing. Asia, that's, I went once and I, I wanted to kill my friend. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I got what, stuck what, on what, the track that takes the What do you take him to do that? That's suicide, man. <laughs> but what you call it? Like to elaborate on what Robert was saying, um, because I know as Christians, and sometimes we look at other people and we see the things that you're doing, and then you think that you're not going anywhere. You know, but in reality, sometimes that's God's way of telling you, like, that's the preparation period, you know, because for two years, nobody knew about Robert except for family, you know, like for two years, like I kept my mouth shut for two years. I'm sorry. God right there. But, but, um, okay. Miracle right there for Doka to keep her mouth shut for two years. years. Kept a secret. Oh, first of all, I'm gonna need you to calm down because if you're really close to me, let's not go there. But um, she's offended. But like, because God was like, it was something that it was not ready to come out here for two years, you know. And even in that time, I see a lot of things happening, and sometimes I'll get frustrated, like. Oh, but God, like I'm going to God, like I'm praying, Jesus, I'm worshiping him and everything. But then sometimes I'm like, but Lord, I need this. I need that. Like, I want him here. Like all of these things is going through my mind. You know, there are times when like, even my brothers would be like, Dark, is you okay? I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, there are times like I'm super happy, but you know, you there's a weight on you. Right. But in that time, like it's, you know, just just knowing that period God wants you to prepare and during that time you have to have the spirit of discernment and be like okay God what do you want me to do during this time because I know for me it was to get to know God better where my trust was fully on him you know so it was like I when it when it's all said and done I couldn't say that oh I did this I couldn't say that one specific person did this. It was like, okay, God did this, which is what happened. Like, honestly, everybody listening, my family blew my mind. You know, the things that they did, it was like, oh, what? Like, you know, blew my mind. It was like, God really blessed them so much. God bless you guys. Yeah. You know, million dollars each. Okay. Um, <laughs> Why well, we got two million dollars already from Jude and from myself. You so, think I'm only giving two mil? Yo, you dreaming small, Douglas. I'm not dreaming small. I'm talking about like right now, the first the first that we got was two mil. Okay. But, you know, for the future, it's like I want God to take me to higher heights. Right now, it's my prayer that I experience God's power and I experience God's love. Because when you thirst for the things um, that are of God then that's when he blows your mind for the other things that you didn't even pray about or anything. So right now for the hope and future, I just want like the power of God to move so much in Robert and I's lives where people will 
like people just watch us from afar and like I want to know the, the God that they're serving. I want to get to know Jesus He's just by watching us and watching the power of God move in our lives. Awesome. Thank you, Dorcas. I really appreciate that. All right, Miss Asia. I'm sorry, can you repeat the question? Yeah. <laughs> I said, what are the um what what are your hopes and dreams as you look into the future in this uh in this new season? What what do you hope God to do in your lives? Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry. I you know, I think one of the things that's been on my heart is one, hopefully in definitely in increasing our family but also like increasing our ministry and Twins. increasing us in ministry i think i don't i don't know if it's just a season of our lives that we're like parents or something now but i think when you become maybe it's just that maybe it's when you become like a steward of anything you have a sense of a greater responsibility you know, and accountability. And I just keep thinking to myself, God, like what, what more is is there that you want us to do for your kingdom? Just show us more, show me more. And I think that's been like one of my prayers recently. So I think for the future, I would like to see what God does in our lives in, in ministry and in the lives of our children, especially as they grow up. It was awesome. Husband. Well, I mean, I, I, if, if I could reiterate what she said, yeah. Um, you know, we're, we're really just trusting in God. But, you know, I tell Daniel all the time, whenever we meet with like, you know, without label, one of my, my favorite verses in the whole Bible is faith without works is dead. You know, we're not only are we trusting that God, you know, trusting and, and waiting to see what God is going to do, but we're also working. You know, if you look in the Bible when, when God created man, the first thing before he even gave him a spouse, he's like, yo, I need you to work. I need you to do this, you know? So that was one of those things that like, it, we're, we're kind of using, excuse me, one, one second. Um, that's one of those things that we're, we're, we're just trusting God to just really use us and 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 work through us and we we know that he is going to work out for our good we know awesome. we just know it is it has to like what carmita said it has to yeah thank you thank you for sharing that and last but definitely not the least queen um, I think that something that has been on my mind a lot lately is this idea of um passion, <laughs> not the way you think. And um <laughs> I uh for the future no, so funny. <laughs> presently, um I've been really worried about like what kinds of impression I'm leaving on the kids, especially as far as uh, like relationship with God goes. Um, we've recently gotten a lot more involved, um, at church as far as like where we're serving and how we're serving. And that has come with an adjustment for the kids as far as like how long we're there. Um, 
how often we're there, things like that. And by there, she means church. Yeah. And so I think what I'm hoping that they see is not that it feels like another chore or a necessity. Well, it is a necessity in a lot of ways, but that they see the passion in it um, and that they grow up seeing what we do and why we do it is out of a passion for Christ. And that no matter what else happens within like our day to day or you know, if we continue to financially be able to stay in this home or whatever it might be that ends up happening, I just really want them to see the passion in it. And I think it comes from like just a point of like growing up, I saw my parents like Bible out, reading their Bible every morning. They wanted to do it. They did it. They loved it. They saw they I could see a piece of it, um, a piece over them when they did it. And because I like read my Bible or listen to my worship music from my phone, I don't think they necessarily see me doing it, but I'm hoping that they see the effects of it. So that's kind of been my, where I feel at with that. It's awesome. Yeah. And I mean, absolutely where, where God is really, um, calling us into this this life of I've been also, I've also been thinking about now that we've planted ourselves in this church and and getting involved and serving and we're there from like 8:45 to it's over at like you know one o'clock and we're so grateful to God for it. But this is something that you know and and, and I'm gonna end on this because there was a, there's, there's a story, there's actually a sermon that I just finished writing. So you guys get to, you guys get to hear a little piece of it. Um, once in a while, I'll, you know, I'll hear a word from God and I'll, I'll write a sermon. Sermon to nowhere because I'm not preaching to anyone right now. But um, it's it just really interesting piece about um, David and Moses. Right. And, and and their stories always fascinates me, especially we talk about Moses. Um, Moses spent his first 40 years in a palace, being a prince, and then spend the next 40 years as a shepherd, tendering to sheep. And and what ne- what ne- necessitate that shepherd was he murdered someone in Egypt and had to run away. So part of him running away was he had to really do some hard work and get prepared. And then spend 40 years in the desert when he came back for the children of Israel. So 40, 40, 40, right? That's 120 years before he even got a glimpse of wanting to see the promised land. Mm. If you look at the life of Joseph, Joseph first had this preview of what his life would be like, right? And then got thrown in a pit, right? From, from the preview or the vision, got thrown in a pit. From the pit, to prison, from the prison to the palace. 
God guided his footsteps all through it all. And then the most amazing story is actually for me is David. The boy was actually anointed to become king of Israel. But then spend the next good amount of years watching someone else on the throne that was promised to him. And just, just imagine that. God saying, this is for you. And then watching someone else reap that blessing. But one thing that I am always amazed by is the faithfulness of these people. And even above that is the faithfulness of God for their lives. And when I look at our family here today, you know, mom and dad are not here. Uh, but when I look, well, they're not here as they're not in this podcast. They're, they're still alive. Um, oh but uh, I want to make sure. We're like, what happened to mom and dad? <laughs> but God's faithfulness is so strong that what he had promised, it will come to pass. His word says that my word does not return to me unless it accomplishes that which I send it to do. And, and all of us here know, and, and, and I hope we've told our spouses the life that we lived before we met them. There's blessings over our lives. There's promises over our lives. And my prayer to each one of you is keep on in the faith. Continue to be faithful. And for those of for those of you listening to us right now, it does not matter how long it's taken. Dorcas says something about waiting on God, right? Not just waiting, but waiting on God, trusting God, trusting that what he said about you is gonna come true. That is our message for you today. You've heard from us today. You've heard from our spouses, and you probably heard from our kids too, and you had some kids in the background, right? Um, these are all for you to know and to and to understand that we are a family, one. We are humans, and a lot of times when we talk about faithfulness of God, sometimes we come up as, you guys don't, don't struggle. We do struggle. We are humans. You've heard the people around this table today. But my prayer for you is God's word does not return to him void. It accomplishes that which he was sent. So God's word for you will come true. The blessings that God has in store for you will come true. Not all blessings look like monetary blessings, right? Um, the parents in this room and the soon to be parents in this room, God is going to bless you. Um, you know, God is going to bless you a hundredfold. And we're so excited to begin this season with you. Uh, we have great lineup planned for this year. Um, we got uh, pastors, kids from different walks of life. Um, you know, I don't want to mention names right now because I want you to tune in. I will tell you who our next week is going to be, right? Tune in. Our next episode is going to be the Cunningham Sisters. If you don't know them, Google them. You're going to find out about them. Uh, they're amazing musicians, wonderful people, and um, we get to hear them share their story. Um, if you watch The Voice, 
uh, you know them. They've been on The Voice. So tune in next week. And um, we love you. And uh, I will not end this without, you know, saying, if you're listening to this and you don't have a, a, a personal relationship with Christ, this is, a, this is an opportunity for you to, to, to say a short prayer if you really do believe it. You've heard the stories we've shared here. Everything that we've said and everything that we go through is made possible by God Almighty. Without him, we're nothing. And so if you want to have a relationship with God, just the next minute or so, just, just repeat this prayer. Dear Father, I'm grateful for you and your son, Jesus. I'm grateful for the life you've given me. Today, I ask you to come into my life. Help me live according to your will, God. Help me be a better person, God. Thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. Now, that is a simple prayer. And, and you, you may say, that's, that's fairly simple. Did I do anything? God sees your heart. And that's what matters. What you do in your heart is what God wants. If you ever find yourself in a new Brunswick, East Brunswick, North Brunswick area, uh, visit House of Faith Ministries on 900 Edwin Street. Uh, they have two services. 9 a.m. and 11. 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. Um, check check them out. You can also find them on online. Eight, you can find them online on youtube.com slash H-O-F-M-N-J. Yeah. All right. Look them up. If you find yourself in Cincinnati, Ohio, Ross, Hamilton, Oxford area, check out our church, right? It's called Hamilton Christian Center. Um, you can also find us on Facebook, HCC. Uh, you can look us online, hcconline.org. Um, super excited. I'm glad that we're back. And um, any other thing you all want to add before we close out? Jude. Yes. Did you Anything you want to add? Did you say that, hey, we got a lot of guests for you. I'm not going to mention them, but next week we got the Cunningham sisters. Yes. <laughs> well, we got to tease next week. I'm not going to share everything. <laughs> Tease on next week, but we su- we super excited. And uh, yeah, okay. Daniel, anything you want to add? Muted. No. Okay. <laughs> Darkest, anything you want to add? No. All right. Any of our spouses, anything you want to add to this podcast? I know. Ro- I know Robert wants to say a lot. Robert got a lot to say. <laughs> <laughs> well we love you and we can't wait to uh talk with you again next week next two weeks next two weeks fixing all right guys that's gonna do it for episode one of season two we had a blast putting this one together and we hope that you guys really enjoyed this one coming up for episode number two we have some awesome guests awesome awesome guests their names are macy and marie if you don't know them i promise you you're gonna want to get to know them join us in two weeks as we sit down and talk to macy and marie until then guys love peace and chicken grease